Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to the Be Unbound podcast. This is episode 71. I am your host, David Rethemeyer, and I am joined as always by my co-host, Abraham Chen. Abe, tell us a little bit about the conversation we're going to be having today. David, today we are speaking with, uh, I was jokingly before we hit record saying some of our ancestors. Um, <laughs> as many of you know, <laughs> before Unbound was Unbound, we were called College Plus, once upon a time. Uh, today we're talking with two College Plus or Unbound alumni, Daniel and David Craig. The Craig brothers, uh, right now they uh, run, they founded and run a national accounting uh, business, Profit Coach. They are respectively the CEO and CFO of their own organization. They've been very successful in building their business uh, in the past decade. And um, again, they are here to share their experience with business, with uh, uh, how they've grown and what gone through the business world uh, in the past several years. They've also gone on to hire several Unbound alumni. So we'll be talking a little bit about the process of hiring, what they look for, what are good qualities uh, that young people should have, especially those of us who are in Unbound. So if you're ever interested in what life is like after Unbound, after college, <laughs> uh, do check out this episode. This is for you, where we have two of our very own alumni uh, who have gone on to become very successful in the business world and just here sharing some of their wisdom. Absolutely. Lots of wisdom going to be shared in this episode. So without further ado, please enjoy the conversation. All right, Daniel, David, welcome to the Be Unbound podcast. So glad that you're on here. Yeah, let's jump right in. So for um, those of you uh, listening who do not know, uh, you guys are running the founders and running Profit Coach. Uh, tell us a little bit about what Profit Coach is, the story behind how you guys got to where you are now and what you guys do. Yes. So it actually, the story started about uh, 10 years ago, over 10 years ago. And uh, I got an opportunity to uh, work with um, College Plus. This was way back when uh, uh, Unbound was in the College Plus days. And so uh, I went and started working in their accounting department. And this is back in the days when there was an office in San Antonio and an office in, uh, in Washington. So I was up and actually located in Washington. So I got the opportunity to uh, work in the accounting department there and manage the accounting department, and, and which was uh, just another testament to the opportunities that College Plus provided because I went from construction into accounting. And so um, once I got into that role, I also had the opportunity to complete my uh, degree there. So I was with the organization for about four years. And then uh, there was kind of a, a, a change in location. Um, they kind of merged the offices. And so uh, I didn't move with them uh, permanently to, to Texas where they, they merged, but um, had the opportunity to um, stay in Washington. And it was at that time that um, I, I've always wanted to be in business um, uh, for, for myself and, and with my brother. And so it seemed like a good time to, to do that. And uh, interesting thing is that uh, College Plus was actually our, our first, one of my very first clients. I had set up their whole payroll system and and so uh, they came to me and said, hey, you know, could you keep running with this? Uh, so we uh, we we started with, uh, you know, that that business at that time. Um, 
uh, an accounting outsourced accounting business and college plus was one of our first clients. And it was at that time that Danny and I uh, joined forces and, uh, and it just, you know, we're in the, the accounting field together. And so that was kind of the first stage of our business, um, kind of where we were just, when you're starting a business, you're, you're taking any client you can. Right. And then, um, eventually we, a couple of years into that, we decided we wanted to specialize into a certain industry. And that's when we moved into profit coach. And I'll let, uh, Danny explain what happened there. Maybe just one other thing that might be interesting is, uh, we actually had a few other, ideas in terms of businesses before we landed on accounting. So, you know, for those of you who are interested in starting a business, uh, you know, it definitely can be a little bit of a trial and error effort to find the right niche. Um, you know, we tried things like um, for a period of time, we had created this brand called Scrubbles, which was going to be dog wash stations bolted on the sides of <laughs> gas stations. And, uh, you know, we went down that path and we got a no from one of our gas station potential owners and uh, moved on to other things like mailing invoice services. So, you know, different things that we had tried, uh, but ultimately kind of landed with, well, you know how to do accounting. I know how to do sales. So let's let's try this. So um, as Dave said, in a couple of years into uh, the process, we I read a book by uh, Mike McCallowitz. It's on my shelf here somewhere uh, called... Uh, the pumpkin plan. And basically the idea is, Hey, uh, you know, if you want to, if you want to be really great, you know, you got to find a niche uh, for your business. And at that point we were just kind of servicing accounting services for any company. Uh, the other piece of this was, um, and I think this kind of relates to what has really worked for us and, and what's been uh, a, a source of success is uh, we wanted to uh, provide a high value service by not just doing something that was transactional, but doing something that was really transformative for our clients. And we felt that in accounting, there was this opportunity to go beyond the numbers uh, and help business owners understand uh, those numbers in a way that would ultimately improve their bottom line and improve their lives. So we had that consulting angle from the, the outset, but we realized, hey, if we're really going to you know, help facilitate bottom line impacts for our clients, we got to find one industry where we can be the expert. And through a series of trial and error and ultimately God leading and providing and directing, uh, we landed on uh, property management and um, we uh, connected with a friend that we had known for about 10 years and he had been working in the property management industry. Uh, and he said, hey, uh, why don't you guys uh, do some uh, due diligence and do some exploratory calls in this industry? We did uh, and ultimately participated in a uh, mastermind of property management cl clients uh, for a weekend and did some discovery that led us to believe that we had an opportunity to provide some real value in this industry. So we created a, a beta product offering, which was a, actually an advising only service. Uh, and we pitched that to five property managers and all five of them said yes on the first call. So we thought, okay, you know, five for five on a new idea. Maybe we're on to something. Uh, that was in 2017. And then our partner had this hairbrained idea of doing a benchmarking study uh, for the industry. Uh, and basically on our own dime, collecting financials from 50 different companies and driving financial insights for the industry from that. And that's one of those great ideas that you have no idea if it's A, going to work, or secondly, what is going to be required to accomplish it. 
And I was like, hey, that sounds like a great idea. And, 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 and Dave's like, okay, you know. Um, and ultimately, um, we engaged in something that was way more work yeah. than we thought. Yeah. Fell, uh, a lot of that fell to him. Which, which is just an example of the, the value and the beauty of having people in the organization that offset each other, mm-hmm. offset strengths. And, uh, you know, I, I, Danny and I have another partner, uh, Jordan, who they're the guys that, um, you know, jump out of the, the airplane, right? Push everybody out. And then they're like, hey, Dave, let's make that parachute, right? <laughs> let's uh, start sewing. And so you need that combination. You got to jump out and and you also have to have a parachute else it's a really rough ending. So um, anyways, yeah, yeah kind of got into that that project more than we knew. Yeah. Uh, so than it was. ultimately, um, we were able to complete the project. Uh, the deadline was a, a conference, an event, industry event that my partner was hosting and we were supposed to unveil the results of our benchmarking study at that event. Um, and ultimately, we were putting the analysis together at the event venue up till 3 a.m. Uh, finalizing our slides and got up the next morning and, and delivered the goods. And it turned out to uh, be quite uh, a, a pivot point for the industry in terms of them getting insight that they had never had before. And uh, ultimately, um, someone that heard it picked it up and said, hey, we really like this. We want to pitch you guys uh, to develop uh, national accounting standards for this industry uh, and have you be hired by the um, National Trade Organization for this industry. That happened. And um, uh, over the course of the next couple of years, uh, again, just God giving some Mm -hmm. amazing opportunities, uh, we were able to elevate ourselves as the industry financial authority. And um, I think in beginning of 2019, we had about five people, five, six people on the team. And today, I think we're at about uh, 22. So um, that's uh, that's the high level story. Yeah, that is so cool to hear. And yeah, it was the whole process. Like how long, how many years did that roughly take you guys from kind of the inception to the conference? And yep. so, yeah, so, so the first phase of our, our first accounting business before we specialized, uh, that was about a, um, a four-year stint. And then um, and since, since 2018, we've been um, and kind of up to that conference. It happened in 2019, and things have just gained speed over the last uh, last four years. So that's been the t- rough timeline. We've, we've been at it for about uh, about seven years now. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So it's, I, I love hearing stories like that. This is just like from having uh, car or uh, dog washes at gas stations to now being a uh, national uh, accounting firm. That is such a cool story. But uh, I'd love to hear a little bit more from you guys individually, specifically about uh, your educational background. Uh, David, you talked a little bit about working uh, for College Plus and going through that program back in the day. Uh, Tell us a little bit specifically about uh, how going through uh, what we now know as Unbound uh, gave you a different perspective. So I was homeschooled. That was my baseline education there. And then, um, then I, around the time of, you know, when I was 18, had the opportunity to start adopting some, some College Plus concepts. I wasn't officially enrolled at that time. I started uh, um, taking that alternate route. Um, you know, College, uh, college Plus Unbound uh, has always had a track record for producing some, some really, um, you know, 
really fast track people through the degree. You know, sometimes like this guy made it through in like two and a half weeks. I'm like, whoa. Well, you know, I was another one of those brilliant minds and I was able to cram it into 10 years. So, you know, um, just, I was one of those poster child college uh, plus people. But actually, actually what that what happened there was I was able to is really the flexibility um, of the program. I was able to uh, take the concepts and be gaining, uh, be gaining, um, you know, credit, uh, moving towards my degree. And then for a time, I actually, you know, put that on hold, was able to get some life experience in some other important categories. Um, and then later on, was able to pick it back up and, uh, and take that all the way to completion. And so, um, it was, it was a lot of that for me was the, the flexibility. And then just one other point is just the, the opportunity that it provided me, uh, to, to figure things out. You know, it forced me to, to figure things out. And I apply that every day in, in business. Um, it gave me good, at the same time, it, it gave me a track to run on. So it's that combination of, you know, figuring stuff out and yet having that support system there alongside of it. So in a nutshell, that was some of my experience. Yeah, for me, uh, I uh, had done a number of um, credit by examination courses uh, prior to enrolling with College Plus at that time. Uh, but in full disclosure, I was hired to be a sales rep for College Plus for four years. So I do have the Kool-Aid mustache um, on, on, on that front. But uh, I, think, I think that the thing that I think is most significant for me was the flexibility uh, to be able to do life and work and school at the same time. And, um, you know, even the ability to just craft something in a smaller bite-sized chunk, you know, take things, you know, one year at a time uh, without necessarily having to, you know, commit to a four-year trajectory. Life is kind of, you know, flexible and fluid. And uh, sometimes I just see a lot of students getting caught up and I have to commit to a degree for four or five or six years of my life. Um, and in my case, you know, I was able to kind of break things apart and do it flexibly and at the same time and combine real life experience with book learning. Uh, so I think those are some of the, the big uh, things. I think also just the ability to stay close in relationship with my family um, didn't have to move across the country. I really value my family and, and church relationships. And I think those are really been impactful for me. So not having to move away from those and continue to be uh, involved in those and receive discipleship, I think was another uh, huge thing for me. And certainly, you know, not being saddled with a bunch of debt. Uh, in terms of uh, pre preparation for today, I, I got a music degree. And uh, right now I do sales and financial consulting. So <laughs> Um, you you know you put all that together. I, I'm not exactly sure um, that I would say the degree landed me where I am today. But what I would say is that the way I got the degree allowed me the flexibility to really have kind of an agile, iterative approach to my career. And I think that's what a lot of a lot of mm -hmm. students need. Uh, so if I didn't have the piece of paper, I probably wouldn't have had all the opportunities. Uh, I'm grateful for and the flexibility to have uh, gotten that.
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I love that. That's uh that concept is something that uh you know the program today looks different than it did back when you guys took it and even back when Abe and I started it. But it's still something that we talk about where uh you know especially in our navigate course, pick a direction, not necessarily a destination. You don't necessarily have to have a hundred percent decided where you're going to be in four years. Just start somewhere and just go for it. So I love hearing that from you guys. 100% agree with that. I think even just the degree to which our particular career paths have taken twists and turns. I mean, we've done a lot of different things. And uh, uh, I think one of the things that we're learning, and Dave's even just been talking to me about this recently, is just to you know realize that life is a process of becoming. And you got to, I think, have the ability to roll with the punches mm-hmm. and take twists and turns and I'm just grateful for a college program that allowed me to, to do that. I love that point. If we could touch on that for a little bit. Uh, as you mentioned, you started with a music degree and you did a whole bunch of different things. And um, College Plus, right, um, even then was all about flexibility. I do really appreciate how, again, it is about the the skills and uh, the different aspects uh, of training where it's not just about like what you learn, but how you learn and, and all that and certain soft skills. So um, now as business leaders, as someone who is running a national company, uh, has there been any skills that you've learned throughout your time in college or um, over the years with your work that you use the most often or you find most valuable? So I, I would probably back up uh, from skills to starting with mindset. And uh, I'm just going to even touch on uh, the point that we were, were just discussing and take that a little bit further. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's easy for us to define that outcome that we want. You know, we want to, um, we want to be a pianist. We, we want to achieve this certain income. We want to do these things. And we often gauge our success in life by how we are doing in proximity to that particular outcome. And, and what happens is life, life goes up and life goes down. Sometimes we feel like we're closer. Sometimes we feel like we're, we're further away. Um, I was, and so the question I've been asking myself and asking my, my team is this, you know, today, and this week, how do you define success? And I, and I actually just uh, had this discussion with them and we kind of went out around the room. I said, how do you define a su- success today? Um, when you get to the end of the week, how are you going to know if you were successful? And, and it was pretty much uh, without, ex- well, without exception, the answer was basically getting all my stuff done, getting all my stuff done, like hitting the deadlines, getting stuff done. And certainly we want to get stuff done. But what happens when you don't get all the stuff done? Right. You, you feel like a failure mm-hmm. that there's a better there's a better answer to that. It is. And it's basically, you know, what are the what are the be? And this is the, this is where the mindset comes in. What are the, the behaviors that if I consistently apply every day, they will produce positive, predictable results. OK. And so when I evaluate my success in those terms, um, I can have a successful day, even though I didn't achieve everything that I, I wanted to. So, um, you know, example of that would be, you know, let's say you want to be a concert pianist. I happen to play the piano, so this kind of resonates with me. You want to be a concert pianist. You want to play the concerto. You want to play it perfectly. And you get to your concert 
and and you let's say you that doesn't happen or or the you, you take longer to to get to that be able to play that concerto than you want and so you're feeling discouraged but looking at the behaviors that lead to that end result that that daily practice time um those those scales you know the this these things that aren't very flashy at the outset yet the consistent application of them um, is what will produce you know the long-term results and uh, it will produce um, uh, the the goals um, that uh, it will it will cause you to to achieve those goals that you set out for so um, that that's I think a really key mindset um, that then then applies that works itself into various uh, types of skills um, that has been something that um, I endeavor to you know apply it in every day that I, I show up to work. Yeah, well, I mean, just building off of that, um, you know, what are the basic behaviors that lead to the outcome? Uh, kind of begs the question, you know, wh- what is what is the outcome? And uh, I just gotta you know share that's been a journey for me, um, uh, understanding the outcome. I, I would say at a, at a fundamental level, I um, I'm a Christian, and you know my 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 purpose in life is to bring glory to God, and yet what that means on a day-to-day basis has been something that's, you know, changed for me. And I'll kind of share that progression with you specifically as it relates to business. When I started out in business, my goal was, I've always had some involvement in nonprofit work, still do today. And my goal was, hey, I'm going to build this business. It's going to create this awesome, you know, passive residual income uh, and some passive, you know, and some flexibility of my time so that I can use that time and money to go do great things for the kingdom of God. And um, I still believe in that. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I uh, got into it. And so that was my kind of meaning 1.0. And I got into it. Flexibility didn't happen. In fact, I found myself, you know, working more uh, than I did in my previous job. Um, the, the money didn't quite happen the way I did. And so I'm like, okay, you know, what's going on here? And uh, I realized that there was something deeper that God was doing than me just getting a, a cool check with extra time. And that was, I was changing. I was, I was growing. Uh, and so um, I realized, hey, you know, despite the financial or time outcomes, I'm changing and growing. And that's, 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 that's good. So that was kind of mean 2.0. Uh, and then uh, as I continued to work in the business and we scaled the company, uh, we realized that we were, we had an opportunity that I didn't expect to see other people grow and change. And uh, that became something that has, is today, you know, become a real passion for us to help people become and achieve more than they thought possible and all that God has purposed for them in the context of our business, whether that's our clients or our employees. So I think just practically um, that has become a more clear uh, sense of meaning and purpose uh, as to what this business is all about. So stepping back, you know, what are the behaviors that lead to that purpose? Well, um, I think um, some of the, the, the key things are, uh, number one, um, just caring for people. You love, you gotta love, you gotta love people. Uh, if, if you don't like people, then you probably shouldn't be in business uh, because business is ultimately to serve people. And so um, I think I've changed in that, I've grown in that. Uh, I'll just be honest, um, being partners with my brother, uh, has been fantastic, but has, you know, had, uh, resulted in plenty of sharpening conversations. And I think, you know, we've learned to be better brothers and better partners and ultimately better team members. Um, so, uh, loving people, caring for people, and then learning to cultivate people. 
Um, how, how do you how do you help people grow? Uh, how do you help them get a sense of their purpose? How do you coach them to self discover uh, their goals and solutions towards pursuing those goals? How do you hold them accountable? Uh, mm-hmm. So th- those are things I'm 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 growing in. I certainly haven't achieved, but I think that those are that's a baseline skill. Let me, let me just yeah. uh, mention on that particular point. We have a routine in our business. Um, it's a it's a one on one routine. This is where the manager uh, has a you know forty five to an hour long meeting with each report every two weeks, and there's a spectrum of of topics that are being covered. Uh, it goes from you know KPIs and action steps to hey, what was your professional and personal low, and and having these conversations on a, a frequent basis has just has really uh, provided a value that that you just almost don't expect mm-hmm. at the outset. Um, you have conversations like I had the other day with a guy who um, who actually is offshore, and um, he was telling me in, in the context of of our conversation that uh, that he doesn't he hasn't grown up getting very much appreciation in his life, and he had just uh, you know from his own dad he had just gotten you know a few days before like the first comment. Of appreciation from his his own dad, and having those conversations with people, it doesn't just come up, you know, naturally in business, right? But it those that was a doorway for me to to you know talk about things and you know talk about a, a God who who demonstrates His love and and uh, consideration and um, joy in in His people, and so that would just be an example of the types of things how we love people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's those types of routines uh, in the business and. And they can be hard to incorporate, but they're very valuable when uh, when you're able to have, be consistent in them. So just kind of building off those baseline skills, caring for people. Uh, I would say, secondly, business. You know, unless I'm forgetting something, has been without a doubt the hardest and most humbling thing that I've ever done. Um, and uh, you know, it's like, yeah, as my partner, who's not on this recording, you know, frequently says, um, entrepreneurship is one of the worst ways to make money. If you can make a living. Uh, working a job, do it, um, you know, and and so uh, it's just been incredibly humbling. And so the, the the second point that I want to make is just faith in God, uh, learning how to cry out to God for wisdom and seek Him. Uh, that's been uh, that's 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 a daily habit uh, now uh, as a result of this business. Mm-hmm. I think you would know mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, and then the third and, thing, go ahead. And, and just to do it in the moment, yeah. you know. Hey, while this question came up, there's there's sometimes like I'll get a, a question from an employee and I'm like, I have no idea, you know. For my first thought is, okay, come up with something smart to say, and then I'm like, I ah, don't have anything smart to say. And then my second thought is, you know, God, please help me, you know. And and he 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 answers those prayers. Yeah. He 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 brings like, oh, you know, this this thought came to mind. You communicate that, and wow, thank you. That <laughs> I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So and so those kinds of experiences we had to define, you know, our management, overall management principles a, a year and a half ago as we were expanding our management team. And we um, have our core values, uh, but we've defined what we call our, our meta management uh, philosophy, which is five things. Number one, we thank God for everything. Uh, a mentor has told me that, you know, your gratitude in the good things and especially in the bad things that happen to you is one of the most defining ways that you reflect your faith. Uh, secondly, um, we seek God for wisdom. Uh, we thank God for everything. We seek God for wisdom. 
we thirdly uh, trust him for the outcome, and then finally we give him the glory. Uh, so um, those are you know daily habits, practices, skills. Um, then the last thing is I think something that Dave's better at than I am, and that is just uh, self management. Um, why did you take that one? <laughs> no, you keep talking. Keep talking. Well, oh, no, I want to hear you talk about it. <laughs> uh, self management. Um, uh, and, 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 and specifically I'm talking about, uh, the way you use your time, um, and, uh, you call it time management, but I think it's a little, it feels deeper than just like, you know, what do you spend your time on? It's, it's your whole approach around <clears throat> productivity in terms of, uh, vision, understanding what the priorities are, uh, what are, I, what do I have to do, uh, today in rel- relationship to everything else that has to get done uh, how do I uh, prioritize the things that I have to get done um, and uh, ultimately, you know, you know, c- communicate and focus around those things? Um, so, uh, yeah. And I think this ties back to those those behaviors that will produce the long term results. Yes. Yeah. Right. And if we if we take that. And by the way, I, I'm uh, I'm I'm actually pretty poor at this <laughs> historically, and so this has become more more of a focus over time. That you know we got to plan, you know, and then we've got to communicate, got to coordinate, and then we've got to focus. And we we can't go through life thinking that we're indispensable to the universe for you know two to three hours every day. We can, it is possible to to make that prep work and then to go deep and get stuff done, um, and that applies to any any area of life. And, and so building those behaviors into ourselves, into, into our team and, um, and those skills, and that will produce the results. Things like that will produce the results in the long run. I I love that. And if I could just make an observation on that, um, I know we started the questions kind of talking about skills and there is the implication that, you know, skills are things that you kind of acquire and learn and, you know, I don't know, like in a traditional education sense, you take a test and you get, you know, you're qualified for a skill. But I really appreciate how you both touched on how uh, it is a mindset. Uh, it is certain behaviors. And in a way, it's not just something that you get. But at, at the bottom, for all of us as believers in Jesus, we know that that's something that comes from Christ, first and foremost, and glorifying him. And an attitude of that where we can take that and take that to love other people. And, and that's the foundation for, for all that we do. Really appreciate that. Yeah. So uh, when you guys have been talking uh, about a lot of this, I really appreciated that you've uh, made it clear that you guys are still in the process of learning a lot of these things that you're talking about. Uh, and so uh, something I'd like to hear from you guys is that uh, who are some uh, like, uh, leaders or people who are influential in your life, uh, perhaps, uh, that, you know, personally, or have read books from that have demonstrated a lot of the things that you guys have been talking about. Yeah. Well, I wish, uh, I was the guy that, uh, has, you know, read even a third of the books on my bookshelf. Um, but I have read a few books and, uh, those have been helpful, uh, but by far the most transformative thing for me from uh, a business perspective has been uh, my mentoring relationships and, and, and one in particular. Um, it was actually uh, the mentor that uh, coached me in sales when I first started working for College Plus back in 2020. And uh, 12 years later, um, he's still very much integrated into uh, my mentorship experience. I think I've talked to him, you know, 
two times this week already, you know? So, um, I would just say that for me, um, in terms of, uh, development and growth and leadership, mentorship has been tremendous. Books are fantastic and I've learned from books. Uh, but the mentorship in the context of a relationship with someone who cares for me, knows my situation, uh, and is an expert in their field and quite a variety Mm -hmm. of fields has been, uh, absolutely transformative. Someone that uh, comes along and, and, and says, I see what you don't see. And books kind of have a hard time of, you know, seeing your particular reality. They can, they can, you know, guess at it, but people who know you can. Um, and so I would say, uh, that's been tremendous. Um, mentorship is something I'm a, mm-hmm. a huge fan of and something that I would encourage everybody mm-hmm. listening to, uh, pursue as it relates to, to business. So, you know, what does that look like? Honestly, it was, it was pretty informal, uh, overall, but something that I pursued and, uh, something that I, I, you know, created value, not monetarily for my mentor, but by trying the things that they recommended, uh, they worked and I came back with a report on that. And that was, uh, valuable to the mentor to know that their advice was being listened to, uh, and that there was um, a, a result, something occurred as a result of the advice that they gave. So mm-hmm. I would say um, my mentor, Steve Riddell, has been uh, probably the most influential impact for me uh, in business. Had the same experience. Um, I also look to my grandpa as as a, as a role model, as someone I, I respect very much. Um, he's no longer with us, but uh, my grandpa was a Harvard MBA graduate. And he had a lot of potential and uh, he, he could have actually, uh, he could have made a, a lot of money and a lot of different opportunities. But uh, he actually gave me an example of someone who really understands priorities. Mm. And um, he chose not to go that route. He worked his entire year for the newspaper, uh, his entire career for the newspaper. And uh, during that uh, time, he, he raised a family, he raised 10 kids and he poured his life into those kids. He, he bought a farm. He taught him to work. He, he taught him to, to sing, um, you know, whenever they would be getting in fights in the car or stuff like that, he would break out in a, in a hymn. And, and so my, you know, my mom and, you know, and my aunts and uncles know so many hymns, like they are, like they, they know so many songs or um, the, the emphasis on, on, you know, the word of God, he built a shelf underneath the, the kitchen table and they would pull their Bibles out you know, every day and, and read that together. And so, um, someone who understood priorities, um, where value is, is really found and all of his children, um, carried that on, carried it on, to, um, to their children, hundred uh, percent. It was a wonderful legacy. And, uh, and the grandchildren, uh, received uh, a wonderful, um, just wonderful input and example from grandpa. So, you know, and then when it came to finances and the business, he was always, he, he, he did well there too. He, he wasn't uh, anybody that had to had to have the, the newest thing. Um, it was always, he always drove used cars and, and things like that, but he ended his life in a very, you know, uh, you'd consider him a wealthy person. And so um, I, I look to, to my grandpa. Judging by his bank account, not his wardrobe. <laughs> exactly. Um, but somebody who um, went through life and um, had the kind of, the ultimate payout in terms of relationship in his family, in his community, in his church, um, in, in missions. And uh, I, I deeply admire him for that and uh, would like to be like my grandpa. As we wrap up this episode, I, I love how you, David, brought up a bit of the generational aspect of 
seeing great examples. And hey, dare I say, just for I know whether it's uh, parents listening or students or alumni, we're looking at just the generations of Unbound where uh, you guys started with College Plus back in the day. And it's been a huge inspiration for for us, like my generation, I already heard of the Craig brothers and all that. <laughs> and uh, now like seeing all of our Ascend students right now. Let's talk about how you guys have been able to work with many other Unbounders. You've hired many of our friends <laughs> to work uh, with you guys in Profit Coach. Uh, what are some of the just uh, the mindsets, the, the skills, or even some of the um, values that you see in Unbound students that attracts you and um, is helpful with hiring them and saying, yeah, that's what we want. And to close, um, could you also speak to newer Unbounders, uh, those who, those of us who are still in school, still looking to maybe go into business and all that? What are these skills that they should be or mindsets that they should be working on? And um, what would you say to them as they continue through school? I'll answer both of those questions uh, together here. Um, what we've found um, in Unbounders that have come to us is actually ties back to one of our core values, which is own the outcome. And it's it's people who you know may not have all all the skills, may not have all the knowledge, but they have a grasp on what the the outcome needs to be, and they put their heart and soul and best effort into engaging that and to delivering on that. An example of that would be um, someone that came to us with you know pretty pretty minimal experience. And over the last four years, uh, she's moved to into a position where she's an integral part of the accounting operation for um, a sixty million dollar company, and and uh, they uh, they they rely on her, her deeply. They try uh, they make jokes about hiring her away from me and and things like that, which isn't really funny. Um, but um, but she's she's a super valuable. Um, individual person to have on the team. And it's because, and, it's, and again, it's not because she had all the skills there to start out with, but she engaged uh, the outcome and, and she did what, whatever it took to, to help um, that, that become a reality. Um, so uh, owning the outcome uh, is, is, is a beautiful quality and uh, one that it's always really a lot of fun to interact with and has been reflected in people that have come to us from uh, Unbound. And then I think uh, just the other thing uh, that I would mention, and there's a long list, but I'm going to just boil it down to these two, is, is humility. And that, uh, that awareness that, you know, uh, we're all in the process. I, I don't have it all. Uh, but I'm going to rely on God. I'm going to rely on the people. I'm going to trust God and the people around me to help move me forward. Um, and uh, the ability to move through the the, uh, the ebbs and the flows, the the difficult spots, the, the happy times, um, and yet keep that focus on that I'm actually not all sufficient to myself. And I need, I need the people around me. I need God to um, keep me moving forward and uh, on to the next thing. And so it would be kind of owning the outcome and that, that quality of, of humility. And, and of course, God says he, he gives grace to the humble and he honors the humble. And, uh, and that's what we, we want in our own lives. And that's what we value uh, in the people that, we, that work for us. Well said. Uh, I think I would add uh, maybe a couple other core values <laughs> that uh, I think are important to us at Profit Coach and characterize the, the students that we 
have hired out of Unbound and, and the people that are successful at, at Profit Coach. Um, another one is uh, be courageous. We really value uh, employees who and team members who are willing to go beyond uh, where they are today, go through seasons of insecurity and fear uh, because they're pressing into the unknown. And uh, we've seen that, I think, with every mm -hmm. a team member that we've hired from Unbound. They have taken major mm -hmm. steps beyond where they were uh, as a result of courage uh, and faith. So be courageous. Um, another one, this is just really practical. And by the way, um, we, we probably screened... I want to say, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 to 20,000 applicants at Profit Coach over the last uh, three years. So we have a, a, a massive amount of throughput. And what we have found is that at Profit Coach, we don't hire accountants, we hire communicators. Communication is transformative to their ability to create value and deliver the Profit Coach experience. Uh, if you can communicate verbally and in writing, if you can understand what's being communicated to you uh, and, and, and really get to the bottom of the client's problem by asking the right questions, that's more than half the battle. Uh, getting the debits and credits in the books is the icing on the cake. Communication uh, is, is fundamental. And that's kind of something that's really hard to teach. We really need team members who are pre-programmed with that. Um, I think the, the last thing I would say um, and this would be my kind of closing encouragement to you who are still in, in college. One of our core values is uh, leverage your talents. And that's pulled from the parable of the talents. Everybody has gifts. Everybody uh, has gifts given to them by God. The question is, are you or am I being faithful mm -hmm. with those gifts? And we value team members who are committed to faithfulness, committed to leveraging the gifts God has given them, uh, ultimately for his glory. Um, we can't predict what the future is going to hold. We can we can aspire to certain things, but I really believe uh, the, the principle of that says if, if you're faithful in little, uh, God will call you and give you opportunities to be faithful in much. So um, don't underestimate the significance of the things God has given you to do right now. Mm. That exam really matters. Excellence in that exam tomorrow matters. The way you prioritize your time and learn to schedule your time in school matters. Being faithful in every aspect of your life, we don't do it perfectly, but understanding that what God wants from you now, wants from me now, is faithfulness. He provides the opportunities for the future. He gives us the strength and the faith to engage those opportunities. Uh, but ours, uh, our duty is to be faithful. I said that. Wow. I, I don't think we could end on a better note than that. Uh, so just want to make sure to thank you, both of you, so much for coming on and sharing with us uh, not only your story, but also uh, the wisdom of what you guys have learned over the years, uh, as well as uh, some great insights that uh, I know that uh, even as I have finished school, I'm definitely going to take away from this, and I'm sure that our listeners will as well. So thank you guys very much for all of that. Oh, thank yeah. you. Glad to be here with you. Thanks, David. Abraham, Jonathan, enjoyed it. And with that, guys, thank you so much for listening to the episode. I want to give a special shout out to Profit Coach. Thank you so much to David and Daniel for being on. Uh, if you want to check out their website, learn more about their organization, what they do, uh, their consulting, 
Their website is pmprofitcoach.com. So PM, the words profitcoach.com. They made a point to say, hey, go check out their careers page. They are always looking for new people. If you are a student and you're looking to get into the business world, go check out their careers. Again, as they mentioned in the episode, you might not be an accountant or you might not have all the skills yet, but if you're interested, go check it out. Um, David, any takeaways from this episode for you? Uh, yeah, man. I think, uh, honestly, just what you said right there is that especially as, uh, as younger students who, uh, just, uh, are graduating and having taken all of those courses, uh, it can be really overwhelming and to look at a lot of the job requirements that are out there and think that you have to be able to prove that you have all of these hard skills. But, uh, in reality, what will contribute a lot to your success is having the soft skills of being able to communicate well, to being able to pick a direction and to be able to uh, step out in courage. And actually, that is a fantastic segue into something that we mentioned during the episode, Unbound's Navigate course. Uh, Navigate is a uh, decision-making course for young adults that I think pretty much emphasizes exactly the concepts that the Craig Brothers were talking about in this episode. It talks about how to pick a direction, not a destination, to step out in courage, to use your talents to their full effect and uh, how to do that in a stress-free and God-honoring way. So if you would like to learn more about the Navigate course, definitely check it out on our website, beunbound.us slash navigate. David, one thing that uh, I believe Dave was talking about was uh, being a pianist. And that's something I relate to. I was trained classically in piano for many years. And it is that mindset. (laughs) I'm sure you relate being a music person yourself. That mindset of training and uh, practice and, and just really having the basics, not just the skills, but really uh, a mindset to keep growing, keep learning. And so I want to say that if you are interested in that in your learning, do check out the Ascend program. So the Craig Brothers went through College Plus. The successor, the great spiritual successor to that is the Ascend program right here at Unbound. We uh, offer this college program to help young people uh, not only get their degree, which you will do, but also find ways to build that foundation, to build that methodology and mindset of constantly growing and using your skills to glorify the Lord. So again, everything that the Craig Brothers just shared, if you're interested, if you want to learn more about the Send program, what we do, go check out the website again at beunbound.us slash ascend. Registration is open right now. So if you want more information again, go uh, check it out. Uh, the infos will be the information will be there and if you want a consultation you can also sign up on the website as well so once again thank you all so much for joining us on this episode of the be unbound podcast this was an episode of unbound conversations where we bring on special guests who give us a different perspective on unbound but we also have two other podcast series that you should definitely check out if you have the time we also have our unbound pursuits series where we get more groups of alumni somewhat similar to uh, this conversation series except specifying uh, certain careers 
career fields. Most recently, we had a group of musicians come on, speaking of piano. Uh, and the other one that we have coming up next week is our Unbound Talks series, which is where we really get to dive deep into Unbound's educational philosophy. So would very highly recommend you guys check that out, uh, especially with the new episode coming out next week. Thank you very much for listening. And as always, be Unbound. <laughs>